Today is Thursday, the 2nd of March, and this week we are focusing our prayers on the worthiness of God, as demonstrated in the Lord's Prayer when Jesus prays, Hallowed be your name. As I enter prayer now, I pause to be still and to recenter my scattered senses upon the presence of God. The Lord calls us to worship today with the words of Psalm 118, and we join with the ancient praise of all God's people saying, Open to me the gates of righteousness, that I may enter them and give thanks to the Lord. This is the gate of the Lord. The righteous shall enter through it. I thank you that you have answered me and have become my salvation. The stone that the builders rejected has become the cornerstone. This is the Lord's doing, and it is marvelous in our eyes. This is the day that the Lord has made. Let us rejoice and be glad in it. Today I am reflecting on the words of Acts 4, when Peter responds to the high priest regarding the power he used to heal a crippled man at the temple. Then Peter, filled with the Holy Spirit, said to them, Rulers of the people and elders, if we are being examined today concerning a good deed done to a crippled man, by what means this man has been healed, Let it be known to all of you and to all the people of Israel that by the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, whom you crucified, whom God raised from the dead, and by him this man is standing before you well. This Jesus is the stone that was rejected by you, the builders, which has become the cornerstone. And there is salvation in no one else, for there is no other name under heaven given among men by which you must be saved. Heavenly Father, we forget often who your Son is, that he is our only way of salvation. We forget that he is the foundation of our church and of our very lives. Not only do we forget, but in our depravity, we often reject you. We look to our spouses, parents, siblings, friends, children, coworkers, political leaders for relief or salvation instead, when these people are only conduits of Jesus' grace. Even though we reject you, you have not rejected us. Forgive us and fill us with your Holy Spirit so we too may boldly share the gospel. As a shy evangelist, I notice Peter's boldness as he shares the gospel with simplicity with the Jewish religious leaders. He takes the opportunity to go beyond their original question of, by what power or name, he healed the crippled man, to also share that Jesus died and rose again. Peter uses the metaphor of a cornerstone to explain the importance of Jesus, referencing Psalm 118, as well as a parable Jesus told about himself in the book of Mark. He is the first stone used, which acts as the reference point for the rest of the structure and is the foundation, so he is sturdy and sure. The irony is the stone was rejected by the builders, but has somehow still become the cornerstone anyway. It comforts me to remember this, that neither Peter nor my excellence or weakness as an evangelist have any bearing on the truth that there is no salvation in no one else but Jesus. Whether he is accepted or rejected, he will still be the cornerstone.
cornerstone. I am free to share the gospel with confidence, unafraid. How does knowing Jesus is the only way of salvation encourage me to share the gospel no matter the outcome? Who might the Holy Spirit be encouraging you to share the gospel with when the opportunity arises? And now, as I prepare to take this time of prayer into the coming day, the Lord who loves me says in the book of 1 Peter, As you come to him, a living stone rejected by men, but in the sight of God, chosen and precious, you yourselves, like living stones, are being built up into a spiritual house to be a holy priesthood, to offer spiritual sacrifices acceptable to God through Jesus Christ. Now let us pray as Jesus taught us to pray. Our Father, who is in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our debts, as we forgive our debtors. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For yours is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory forever. Amen. Today's meditation was written and read by Caroline Galbraith, produced by Dress Springer, with music by Michael Anderson.